Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches. Fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of Friends, I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing. Hello, everybody. So today we're going to be chatting all about how to create a crisis management system in your business. So this is something we actually created uh, in our business this year, and I'll actually talk about why we did that or why we chose to go ahead and move forward with this here in a little bit. But it really has been super helpful for us as a team and really just given a lot of peace of mind just because, you know, if in an instance something did happen, uh, we really have good direction as far as the steps we need to take as a team and who needs to take what steps. And as business owners, we don't want to go into every day with the worst case scenarios in mind. Uh, But building up a crisis management system, it's really important to evaluate potential risk and be able to proactively plan to remediate any issues that may potentially pop up. So uh, like I said, I'll talk about why we decided to go ahead and uh, implement this in our business. So we actually had an instance earlier this year um, where our domain for our website just got completely wiped out. Uh, It was right before a launch. Um, that we were doing a partnership launch. Actually, our website went down. We lost access to all of our our emails and Bluehost was telling us one thing. Our website platform was telling us another and it was just a big crazy mess. And we're like, okay, we can't have this happen again. We have to make sure we're documenting the steps on what we took in an instance like this. And so I just want to make sure that not only for instances where our website would crash, but if for any reason something happened and I had stepped away and you know, that's another reason we really wanted to implement this is because my schedule is currently pretty limited. I'm working limited days and hours because I'm home with my son and we have another team member on maternity leave. So it's just a lot of mix and match as far as who's responsible for what right now. We're all kind of like an all hands on deck situation. And so having something like this in place also makes me feel more comfortable because if something happens, somebody on my team knows exactly where to go to pinpoint the problem and really evaluate the risk and understand what we need to do to, to alleviate the issue. So we're going to chat about a couple of things in this episode. Number one being, I'll talk about what exactly a crisis management system is, because that may be a new term for you. And we'll talk about the benefits of it and we'll talk step-by-step how to actually create one, because this is something, you know, we, we obviously did our research and really tried to pick and choose what we felt was best for our business based on the research that we were doing what we were finding and how we really decided to uh, puzzle piece it together to make our our perfect system for us. Now, that's obviously not to say, you know, the steps that we're taking or that we took, you can't tweak for those for your business as well, right? We talk about this all the time, just because something works well for my business doesn't mean it's the perfect scenario for yours. So I would just really use this episode as an opportunity to hear how we fleshed ours out and then pick and choose what you feel like is gonna be really best for your business. So like I said, we're gonna go ahead and get down to the basics and really just talk about what is a crisis management system. So it's really going to allow you to proactively respond to threatening or stressful events in your business. It allows you to assess risk before they happen so you and your team can be equipped to respond quickly and efficiently and it's a proactive response so you're when you're actually building this crisis management system you're sitting down with your team and you're brainstorming it's kind of sounds a little bit morbid but you're brainstorming hey what's the worst case scenario of what could happen in our business what are things that could happen and you're going ahead and creating a proactive game plan 
uh, as to how you want to address them. So I do want to state that everyone has different ideas of what a crisis may mean to them. So for the purpose of our crisis management system, we think of crisis is any large or possible large risk that may pose a threat to our day-to-day working environment and operations. So just again, for the sake of this episode, that's how we are defining it. So what are the benefits? Number one, having a crisis management system is going to be really helpful for your team, for them to be able to proactively support you in making decisions when a crisis may unfortunately happen or arrive. And it's going to also help you to protect your brand and your authority because you're ensuring that decisions are in line with your business values and your operations. So it's not just, you know, let's say for, for example, I mean, we are in the world of social media, maybe something happened on social media that was, you know, less than ideal for your brand. You want to make sure that you are responding in an appropriate manner so that it's not doing further damage. So it's also going to help give you peace of mind. It's going to increase uh, productivity during a crisis because like I mentioned, it is a proactive plan and it's going to help empower your team and increase transparency because you are kind of giving them, you know, the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, in terms of how we're, we're handling this as a team. But because we're providing them the tools and resources, you have a level of comfortability knowing that they know the steps to take to be able to step in for you. So it's also just, you know, really going to help to eliminate the need for a bunch of back and forth conversation when a crisis happens, because in the instance that something were to happen, you know, one of the best things that you can do is, is react quickly. And if we don't know the steps that we need to take, that reaction time is going to be a lot slower because we don't know what we need to be doing to fix the issue. And it may lead to us having to sit down and, and say, okay, Hey, what's best, what's not. And there's a lot of if, ands or buts in that scenario. And we want to be um, very clear about our steps when something happens. So we're going to go ahead and talk about how to actually step-by-step build a crisis management system. And so, like I said before, step number one is you want to actually identify your core processes. Your core processes should cover all of the major operations of your business. So to identify our core process in our business, we actually turn to the book Traction by Gina Wickman. So example of core processes could include HR, client success, marketing, sales, etc. Obviously, this is going to look different depending on your business your business model, your team, the structure in the back end. But that is step number one is you want to identify those core processes. Hey there, quick interruption. So having an online business also means promoting and accepting payments for products, subscriptions, and services. And if you're like me, you want something simple and efficient to help you out with this. That's why I use Thrivecart in my business. Thrivecart is more than just a shopping cart platform. It allows you to set up payment plans, recurring subscriptions, coupon codes, and even affiliate programs for your products and services. Thrivecart has saved me so much time and stress in my business when it comes to payment. All you have to do is go to the link below in the show notes and sign up to get started. Alrighty, now let's get back to the show. And then from there, you actually want to go ahead and start to identify key activities involved in your core process. So to kind of visually explain this, just so it's, we're understanding, let's just you know, say at the top, kind of think of it as like a mind map. The very first thing at the very top is your core process. So let's say HR or client success as an example. How is that webbing down to include core processes are key activities of that core process. So for an example, key activities in an HR process could include things like hiring, onboarding and training, promoting team, retaining team, firing team, and overall team management. Another example is that within your marketing process, you could include activities like social media management, website management, and maybe a referral program. 
So then within your key activities, you also want to start to include your specific services and products. So for example, in our client success process, process uh, we include our ClickUp setup service. So then from there, you want to st start to identify risks to those key activities. So this is where we get into that kind of brainstorming mode where we're sitting down and thinking, okay, in this scenario, for this service, for this activity, what is something that could potentially hurt our business? And this is the step where it's really important to not overanalyze everything and get too detailed, but it can be easy to just think of a couple possible worst case scenarios, but we don't need to assess every little possible risk in our business. It's important to stay on target to identify things that are more likely a risk. So let's just say going off of the marketing process, we talk about in the last step, a potential risk could be our Instagram account got hacked and our website crashes. Again, like I mentioned earlier, that actually happened. Our website crashed earlier this year. So we've identified the those as a potential risk to our key activity. So then step number four is actually assessing that risk. So after you've identified potential risks, you want to go ahead and assess the likelihood and severity of each of these risks. So you want to assess the likelihood to see if the risk is improbable, possible, or probable. So this step is going to actually help you identify risks to spend more time developing an action plan for you if you have uh, maybe identified a lot of risks. So, and that's, you know, maybe a good place to start because I mean, you could get really in the weeds with a crisis management system. So I think it's important to start with those risks that are really probable in your business, like a website crash or an Instagram hack, unfortunately, because that's just a good way for you to prioritize where you need to get started. And then you want to assess the severity of the risks to see if the risk is what we would deem as acceptable, tolerable, undesirable, or intolerable. And another way you know, to think about this is risk level of like low, medium, higher, extreme, right? So for example, taking the example of our website crash, you could place that a likelihood is possible with a severity of undesirable. It's not intolerable, like we can fix it, there's a solution, um, but it is undesirable for that to happen. So for this, it's important to really think about influencing factors. So for an example, if your website crashes and that is your only place where people can apply to work with you or purchase your products, that might make the risk severity even higher. So the severity of each risk is going to be different for each business, like I said, depending on other factors in your business. So this is why this process is pretty personal to your business, but the general overall steps are very similar. And then you, that's where you start to actually evaluate how to create a crisis response. So after you've assessed your risks, you then want to start to create an action plan for what to do if the crisis occurs. So first you want to choose an initial team member that should be notified when a specific crisis arises. So for example, if you have a specific team member in charge of HR, maybe they're the first person to be notified, or maybe you want the first person to be you to be notified. So after this, you really want to identify the main things that will be affected if this issue arises. So for example, if your website crashes, maybe this is going to affect your marketing management or your lead management or customer management. So then you want to identify any software or platforms that need to be assessed in order to remediate the risk. And then for example, for website crash, you'll need to be able to access a website platform like ShowIt or your hosting software, maybe like GoDaddy or Bluehost. And then after that, you want to start building your remediation steps. So you want to keep these as concise as possible while still being detailed. So again, Again, going off of our website crash example, step number one, and typically in most of these crisis um, 
scenarios, step number one should and would always be to notify the team or any applicable team members. That is step number one. Step number two for us would be to contact Show It Support or whichever platform you use. And then step three might be to contact your website hosting um, software. So for us, that's Bluehost. Um, and then you would just continue this process until you reach the end steps you and your team can take to remediate the solution. So it really is just like a web. Like I mentioned, you, you start at the top. Okay, we've got our HR process or we've got our uh, marketing process and then we have website management. And then from there we have website crash. And then the, these are the steps that we take to initiate a remediation of a website crash. So really creating this plan is gonna help your team really feel confident in support the business when a crisis arises and it's also going to give you a direct and productive path to follow so a couple of additional things to consider in terms of crisis management is if you have a large team a large team uh, you might want to choose specific team members to be your crisis response team. So having specific people equipped to perform remediation steps will actually make responsibilities a lot more clear to the entire team. And then you don't get in the situation where you have a lot of, uh, you know, hands in the pot, so to speak. And if you do this, you actually might want to consider creating a document. Um, we have this in ours. We have built it out in ClickUp. Normally, best practice for us as a team is we don't hand out uh, per our, our phone numbers. So nobody on the team really has each other's cell phone numbers. Um, but this is one spot that we do have those documented. So we have a team member's personal email, their phone number, and the specific role on the crisis team in case of emergency. And obviously we are respectful of the fact that we do not use the, that information that's provided unless it's, it is an emergency. And this obviously is what constitutes one in business that we've all agreed to. And then obviously it's going to be no surprise that my final tip, like I mentioned previously, is that we use ClickUp. So we want to encourage you to build out this crisis management system in a project management tool. So like I said, we built ours out directly in ClickUp. They have a lot of custom field options that makes it easy to manipulate it outside of typical project management is more like work management system. So we could build this system inside of ClickUp for our team to manage. And it's gonna help you ensure your team is looped in on your processes and also keeps everything accessible and in one spot for the team. So overall, creating a crisis management system in your business is going to actually allow you some peace of mind and prep you to proactively respond in threats or instances like this in your business. And it really has been super helpful for us to have this in place and has allowed for us to feel confident in remediating issues head on. So if you guys want to chat more about crisis management systems or how to create one or pinpointing your key activities and processes, send us a DM on Instagram. Um, we love obviously chatting with you guys. And this is obviously, like I said, it is personal, but I would love and be more than happy to give my personal feedback. You can find our Instagram in our show notes. Otherwise, I will see you guys on next week's episode. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next. Thanks again, and I can't wait to see you next week.